Hey, it's Eric Tucker from the Electric Top 20, and you're watching and listening to the On The Mic Podcast. On The Mic Podcast. Okay, so do you want to introduce yourself to everyone who's like watching or listening to this podcast and let them know like what you do and all of that? And yeah. Yeah, so my name is Eric Tucker and I am the host of the Electric Top 20. It's a syndicated Top 20 countdown that I started earlier this year. And also recently I just added Afternoon Drive at K-Duck in Eugene, Oregon to everything that I'm doing. So I'm staying very busy and I'm thrilled to be on the podcast today. Awesome. I'm excited to have you on here. It's going to be awesome. I can't mm-hmm. wait for everyone to listen or watch this when it comes out. So, yeah. And then let's jump into the first question. It is, when you were a kid, did you even imagine you would be in radio today? Oh, yes, I definitely imagined it. When I don't even know. I've been doing radio forever. I used to make my own little mixtapes on cassette, and mm-hmm. then I would record the, the radio take the songs that I wanted and then insert my voice in between and then I would like make my own shows and then I'd leave them at gas stations hoping that people would take them so that was my early syndication (laughs) and then when I was 13 I actually got into internet radio and I started 96.3 VIP and this was back in 2007 when iTunes radio was a big thing and I was listed on iTunes radio I did did the whole station from my house which I know you're very familiar with Mm -hmm. and Yeah, it was a fun adventure. So really, all my life, I've been interested in radio. And even when I was a kid, I really wanted to be in radio. Hmm, That's awesome. I like that. Well, that's awesome that you like started like at a young age with internet radio and then you're like where you are right now. That's really awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Well, shout out to internet radio too. I just <laughs> think that it's really the future and it allows yeah. people to be so creative. And yeah, I, I think it's a very powerful thing to be able to run a radio station from your house. Mm-hmm. And then how did you get into this industry this awesome industry yeah so i well the internet radio opened up a lot of doors i made friends with people and i made friends well two main friends that i made was joe halfley from v98 he runs that online station and then paul from hot 97.7 i met both of them and paul actually told me about ohlone college in fremont and that's where 89.3 khl is it's a college top 40 station so I ended up moving from Chico, California to the San Francisco Bay Area, and then I got fully immersed and I started taking radio and television classes. And the rest was history. It led me into working in San Jose at Mix 106.5, and then I moved up to Chico and became program director and hosted oh, wow. afternoons at Power 1021. And then I started my syndicated show, and then now here I am in Oregon, too. Wow, that's awesome. That's amazing like that and then how does it feel to be the afternoon host on that station 104.7 kd uk how does oh, that yeah. feel so far well i used to listen to k-duck i used to stream it online a lot so it's it's pretty cool i never would have thought that before i just really enjoyed listening to them growing up and stuff and i was very fortunate to to find this position but what i will say about it is 
from not working in radio for a while, it made me realize that it's important to have creative outlets even mm -hmm. when you're not employed because employment can come and go in this industry and it's really important to have your own passion. So hosting yeah. a podcast, starting my show, all of that kind of stuff, it, it makes it so you can still have a creative outlet and then you don't, you're not reliant on an employer to give you the creative outlet. But I'm very grateful because now I'm able to do my own creative outlet and I'm able to work for a radio station again. And so I, I'm very happy with everything right now. It's it's worked out very well. But the last two years have been a lot of reflecting and just realizing what I'm interested in and, and trying to come up with my own creative outlets too. That's awesome. That's amazing. And then I saw that you like the assistant program director or something like that too on the station or something like that. Like that's what I said on your Facebook page. So, yeah. Yeah, what is that like? And how is that different from being a DJ like on you? Yeah, yeah. well, I just started, so I, I haven't done too much uh, mm -hmm. behind-the-scenes stuff as assistant program director yet, but I'm going to be learning a lot pretty soon. And I will say in my previous job as program director, I chose all of the music, and I did the music scheduling, and then mm -hmm. I also hosted the show and produced imaging. So I imagine that there's going to be some similar as assistant program director and also helping out with promotion. So I'm not too sure what everything entails yet, but so far I'm having a lot of fun. That's good. That's always good to hear and all of that. So that's awesome. And then what do you like about getting to be a radio DJ? What do you love about that? Connecting with the community. I really like to be able to connect with listeners and, and be their friend on the other side of the microphone. So whether it's mm -hmm. hosting my syndicated countdown or talking to people about local things that are going on in the community. I just love that connection and I've, I'm just a huge radio nerd myself and audio is very powerful too. Yeah, that's good. I agree with that. Like radio, like yeah, audio is like powerful too. That's like a fact or something like that. Like I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I tried TV classes and let's just say that I like being on the, I like being behind the scenes and behind yeah. the mic the best. <laughs> Same with me too. Doing internet radio and being on camera a little bit, like I'm not really a huge fan of that because like I'm a shy person and all that and I don't like know like really what to say a lot and yeah, I like doing the behind the scenes or something like that or like just filming or something like that like well you're doing like. it you're on camera so you're you're yeah. definitely pushing forward and going for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks then what's your favorite thing about getting to like work with your co-workers and getting to work with them in the past what's your favorite thing about that yeah the sharing creative ideas is my favorite part about working with other people i think especially when you're around a lot of other creative radio people you can mm -hmm. build on each other's ideas you can make compromises to promotions that you want to do and you you really can get a different perspective working with different people so i mm -hmm. value that a lot and especially just doing my own show for a while and really doing it all from home and not having much communication. I really enjoy being in a building with other radio people. I think that's a, a very unique experience. But yeah. that my main takeaway is that it's always good to network. And if there's ways that you mm -hmm. can share your work with people and collaborate, it's a great way to go. Yeah, I like that. And then what 
made you decide that you wanted to do your own like syndicated show yeah well it was because i was honestly i was applying for a lot of radio jobs and i wasn't really hearing back and i said i'm tired mm -hmm. of waiting i just wanted to do my own thing and then i started it but what's interesting is i actually think once i started my show it helped me stand out and get more interviews for radio jobs so mm -hmm. it, it was almost like the moment that i decided that i was going to do it on my own and just do it for fun to have a radio outlet it actually helps me with my job search too so yeah so start your podcast start your show just be mm -hmm. creative that's my advice to everyone <laughs> well that's good i like that advice it's awesome mm -hmm. and it's like easy and simple and yeah i like it it's and awesome. podcasting is so accessible to everyone too that's the mm -hmm. really cool part about it so it's and people shouldn't be afraid to fail if they want to start yeah. one and just try it out there's really only something you can gain from that so i i just think that with the internet right now it's it's good to, not to wait for other people to give you opportunities but to create your own yeah i agree with that like as i was saying something like about podcasts like about like video being like the next thing for podcasts or something like that like crazy it's changing and yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, you're definitely adapting to all of the change, too. That's mm -hmm. great that you're... You, so you do a video component to your podcast, and then you also have an audio version, right? Yeah, I saw that. I started, like, using Anchor, which is owned by Spotify. I started using that, like, before they even, like, decided to, like, make the change to podcasts about, like, when podcasters upload video onto the platform and I started using the platform and it's nice that it's like free and I like started like before they even like did the whole like posted like the news and the announcement like that week and like like that they're rolling out like video to like podcasters like before they even announced that like I did like started like doing like audio interviews doing that and now, when I found out that awesome news that Inca was rolling that out, I like signed up as possible, and now I have access to it. And I'm like, yeah. And I also, before that even happened, I like posted the interviews on the YouTube channel when I made it, so that was good. And now I'm uploading the interviews onto YouTube and Spotify, and the audio is still gonna be like on other platforms, so yeah um, wow very cool mm -hmm. so yeah like like as you said i'm like like following other like people and like other podcasters and like doing what i think that is like gonna be the next thing which is video and all that and yeah good for you and then uh, you're doing that all on top of your internet stations yeah. too so you have a lot going on mm -hmm. it's crazy but i'm off but it's awesome that I'm able to still do this and I haven't like I've been taking a little break with the podcast a little bit not too like yeah a little bit and because of like mental health because that's like important and all that and so yeah, I've been like taking a little break not like too much but a little break because like mental health and all that is important to mm -hmm. me and uh, yeah personal stuff is like going on a little bit and yeah and mental health like it's mostly the most important thing to me and I've been well good for you for putting yourself first that's important mm -hmm. not like a lot of people like do that a lot or something like in this industry I don't think but it's good that like a you are starting to do that and realize that it's important and all that and that they like 
that's important for them and that like if they need to reach out to the boss they like they can and yeah so that's good yeah it's so important it's you can't really be creative if you're not feeling 100 percent and stuff mm-hmm. so i think that's really good to be able to make sure that you're feeling okay and then the yeah. creativity flows it's it really works a lot better when you're feeling good about everything mm-hmm. yeah like that what's your favorite thing about being the do you syndicated so what do you love about that yeah when i listen to it it's awesome and you do an amazing job of it and yeah oh thank you so much i've always wanted to do my own syndicated show and i actually read our dub from sunday night slow jams i read go syndicate yourself and i read it maybe a year ago or something and it's a very good book like i would say a life-changing book but at the time when i read it i wasn't ready to start a show i just was interested in reading about people who had started their show but then a few months later i just decided you know what it's time so it planted a seed in my head that i wanted to start a syndicated show and it kind of that book started getting me to think about it and then I started doing it and I was very surprised because right when I started putting it out there I had stations contacting me for it oh, wow. and so that was really nice and the I know that it takes a, a while to get a show to grow and to add a lot mm-hmm. of stations but I'm pretty impressed in the short time that the electric top 20 has been around I've had a lot of stations reach out to me and add, add the show that way and so I'm really excited excited and I'm reaching new listeners all around the world and different stations and so I'm just having a good time with it and I I like that it's the top 20 songs of today but I also Mm -hmm. mix in a lot of the throwbacks from the 90s and 2000s so so that makes it stand out a little bit I know there's a lot of countdown shows out there already but I wanted to offer something a little bit different that's good that's good I like that and it's like nice that you like offering like something a little bit different and like what other people do so that's always nice and awesome and it's good that you're like changing like the game and how like it should like how radio or something like that like how syndicated shows or something should be a little bit so that's good that we're both like changing that and yeah i think it's really fun and and really i'm just having fun with it i mean the throwbacks i I definitely do my research and I mm-hmm. like to play to to look at relevancy of songs, but a lot of it is just like, oh, I like this throwback and I think my listener will too. And so it's yeah. kind of using my own gut instinct on, on a lot of things. And so that's been really fun and just to be able to, to have it be different. And a lot of radio play just is so stuck on the same goals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I, I like to play songs that people will remember, but maybe play something that they don't hear on the radio every day too. So just yeah. to make it interesting for them and bring back memories and songs that they forgot about but loved. Mm-hmm. And so that part's really fun. Plus playing the hottest 20 songs. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, that's good. And then what's your thing about getting the talk to the listeners like either when you're on the radio or even when you're doing like this syndicated so what do you love about that yeah i i just love knowing that people are listening to what i'm doing and that that, mm-hmm. that i'm connecting with them and and whenever i get a call or an email from a listener it tells me that i'm doing something right because it's resonating with people and so that part's really good and i'm always wanting to get better and i i always want more people to call in and make it more interesting interesting that way too and just to yeah. yeah just to be accessible to people but to me the more interaction i get the that's like almost my measure of success in a way just because i i know people are enjoying what they're hearing so i love it when people call in or email that's always good i like getting the 
interact with the listeners and they like when they ask me to play a song like a specific song on the station that's always like awesome to me when they like ask me to do that and when they tweet at me yeah so that's awesome yeah yeah it's so exciting and with internet radio too i mean that that was my favorite part about doing internet radio was knowing that i had listeners in all these different countries and Mm -hmm. so that i thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. that's good and then do you think it is important to post like videos or content on like social media as a radio dj do you think that's important as well oh definitely yeah i I think that that's i i view social media as a tool to promote the station and the brand Mm -hmm. and so i like to use social media to drive people to what i'm doing on the radio and so i think it's very important and tiktok I would say is the number one most important app to be using. And I have to admit, I'm a little slow and late to that party, but (laughs) Instagram, Facebook, (laughs) Twitter, there's so many social media apps too, but it is a unique way to reach people. And I think it's really good for a station or a brand to to be accessible on all of those different platforms. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. It's always good to start doing that when you can and when you like are able to. So, yeah. Like that. And then do you think interning is important to get into radio? Yeah. Oh, I highly recommend interning, actually. The internship I did when I went to school in the San Francisco Bay Area, I was at 99.7 Now in San Francisco, and I got to intern with St. John, and that was just, it was such a learning experience to be able to be in the studio with him every day and to see how quickly he edits his phone calls and just the energy that he puts out there on the air. And so I'm very grateful to him and that station that I was able to intern there, and it really solidified that I'm interested in radio and that I want to be in the industry. So I think an internship Mm -hmm. is great because even if you try it out and realize that maybe it's not for you, it's a good way to to get experience and to really know where you want to be and what you're interested in. Yeah, that's good like that and then do you think connection is important as well oh very important yeah it's Mm -hmm. good to good to make a lot of friends i have to say and you never know who you're going to cross paths with in the future and i'm grateful Mm -hmm. for everyone that i've worked with along the way i've met a lot of people from just working at three stations i've built a lot of connections over the years and so yeah networking is important and it's good to not be intimidated to reach out to people and it can be intimidating because I would say that rejection is the hardest thing to overcome in this industry, but you just have to know that that's a part of it. And, and I'm going to tell tell you that it took me like two years to find another job. So oh, wow. it's, so there there's a lot of rejection in that, but I think the, the more that you can push through and you can be able to know that you have something to offer. And like I said, doing the creative outlets like the podcast or starting a show, mm-hmm. YouTube channel, any of that is a good way to, to get through it. But yeah, I would say that it's good to to be resilient and to believe in your own talent enough to keep pushing through and don't be afraid to reach out to people because that's how you do network and somebody will email you back eventually i like that and then what do you think radio would be like in five to ten years yeah i i think there's going to be a lot more syndication and Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of a there's two a good side to that and uh, unfortunately that it is like a loss to local talent sometimes to have so much syndication 
syndicated programming. So so I'm I like local as much as possible. I think that's great. But syndication is the future, and that's another reason why I wanted to get my show out there because I want to be able to be on multiple stations and yeah. to to be a part of that. So it's changing. I don't think radio's dying. They've been saying that for forever pretty much but there's still there's still opportunities but like i was saying before you have to create your own opportunities sometimes and maybe the future is internet radio it's uh, it allows people to be creative and i've seen so many of my friends doing really interesting internet radio stations and having a lot of fun with it too so so i'm i'm hopeful about the future and i think good local radio and building connections with the community that's the way to keep the industry relevant yeah like that and then who in radio would you like to give a shout out to it can be anyone <laughs> oh let's see well i have a i have a long list of people i'd probably forget people but saint john definitely from 99.7 now he's helped me out a lot and i really enjoyed working with him and then also i want to shout out my teachers from Maloney college in fremont yeah bob Dockerman, and then Tom Gomez, both of them were great teachers, and I learned so much from them, and I'm still friends with them till this day. So those are those are the immediate shout-outs that I could think of, but I'm sure there's a lot more that I, I would need to thank. Well, that's good. Then, where can everyone follow you and check you out if they like want to listen to you? Yeah. Yeah. So my we website for my show is electrictop20.com. And then my social media is all Eric Tucker Radio. So Eric Tucker Radio and electrictop20.com. And everyone can follow me on all the social media platforms. I am on TikTok. I just don't post on there yet. But that's going to change soon. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Then if they want to listen to the new station that you're on, we can they listen to that. Yeah, so I'm on the West Coast, so every weekday I'm on from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. And it's kduck.com, K-D-U-K, kduck.com, and you can stream it on there, and I would love to have you listen.